Welcome back, Dan. We are here. This is the old Doctor Who show, episode number 149. We have just come from what I consider the dumbest thing that I've ever done, which is that <laughs> opening. That, uh, it I've wasn't great. No. A series of other. I hope people enjoy the new, the new old Doctor Who show new opening. Old, yeah. Um, you may recognize the music, not something I paid for, uh, cobbled together myself. Uh, features Dan and I, uh, 2000, Around. 1999, Dan yeah. and I, yeah, maybe the dumbest thing I've ever done. And yeah. I'm also someone that at one point took the inside Lewin Davis shot of him in the snow and put AT-ATs behind him. That had previously <laughs> been the dumbest thing that I have ever done. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so if you're still here, you've made it through. Uh, you've made it through the rain. You slogged Dan, through how, it. You 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 did it, Dan. How are you today? I'm doing okay, Eric. Uh, good to see you. So this is this is our our second attempt in two this weeks. This is our of, second yeah second video. We're gonna try to do this. Um, it's gonna work out. Uh, guys, we had a couple guys, of hiccups. Let, let me just tell you, when he says a couple yeah. of hip, hiccups, what he means to say is he nearly. Lost his mind and quit yes. life entirely. We have always talked about the murder-suicide pact, <laughs> yes, right, you know, right. how we get out of the show, which yeah, is why is, we're here what is now. What date on that? Is that soon? Yeah, we're not sure. The date okay. keeps moving. We keep pushing the date back. Um, but I nearly was, like, checking out before it was really Dan had awful. to be involved. It was, it was not fun. Yeah. But uh, we got through but it. But this time, um, this time it's going to be great. This, yeah, this time, time it's going to be good. We've got some new uh, overlays. We've got some. Uh, it's it's incredible. New fancy. intro. I got a new outro where I'm peddling my book. The whole thing is going to be great. And I'm here. I can't wait. I'm very excited, Dan. I'm very excited to talk very about Wild Blue Yonder. Yeah. But there's two things that I want to discuss first. Ooh, two be before things. we get into it, tell me, math fans. Two things. First <laughs> off, last time. We did this show. What did I say? I said one of our listeners, mm -hmm. Hair of the Hound, yeah. was in Doctor Who. Conrad like we had talked Westmas. to him for over the course of eight years. He I was mean, an early I think he was an early one listener of the early listeners in the show. Biggest, one of the earliest ones. Biggest supporter for no reason. I yeah. God bless you, but I don't know why you would spend your time well, with us. Because this is gold. Oh, sorry, what we yeah. make is gold. Yes, this is right? great. I mean, you were this very is wise sort of like the, we're the Rapunzel of or not the Rapunzel. No. Uh the Rumpelstiltskin. That's the one. Yes, we're the Rumpelstiltskin of uh, Doctor Who themed podcasts. No, mm -hmm. so he was on early. We had no idea. We talked to him many times. I feel stupid. I said it last time. I feel stupid that we did not know he is literally a companion. I mentioned this right. last week. We linked to a great interview. Mm -hmm. I recommend you all listen to it. No sooner, and maybe this is the old Doctor Who show bump in effect. Ah. No sooner had I do that that they announce that he's back. The Big Finish is doing another uh, story. It's called Doctor Who. I'm looking at my notes here, so I'm looking on the side. Santarans versus the Rutens. Mm -hmm. Rutens? We must have covered Rutens, Rutens? in some fashion. Is the Croutons. That's what we call it. In the uh, old Doctor Who show history. Yeah. I've pre-ordered it. It's available for pre-ordering right now. I think it comes out at the end of January. And what you mean to say uh, is that he's the companion for the eighth Doctor. Yes, for, for Paul McGann's eighth with, Doctor. With Paul McGann. He is... Working with Paul McGann all this yeah. time, and we had have a celebrity done it for listening to two us. or three seasons of yeah. this. And I, I'm a big fan of the Big Finish stories. So if anyone out there from Big Finish is listening and wants to comp Dan and I every once in a while, we will review them because no, I love them. I'll pay. It's fine. The I've, Davros one is fantastic. All I've of never the listened. Colin Baker ones are great. Uh, but yes, yeah, so can't wait. I encourage all listeners to pre-order the uh, Big Finish thing, and maybe we'll review it. I'm hoping we can review it and then ask him to be on. Uh-oh, we'll we're doing it live. We're, we're asking Actually, we live. don't usually have guests for good reason. Yeah, because uh, we're idiots. But yeah, and, well, technically, well, there's a technical hurdle. We're technically idiots. To get the two <laughs> videos side by side Folks, was... This is... Yeah, that, 
It's it, black magic. No, I am. I'm absolutely certain we're doing it the most complicated way possible. It is I'm probably sure. a really easy way to do all of this, but we made it hard on ourselves because we love you and hate ourselves. But yeah, okay, we hate so, that was, so that Second was number thing. one. That was awesome. Second thing. Fantastic. Yes. Very looking forward Second to Second thing is we wanted to talk about the children in need operation nope. destination mm-hmm. scarrow. Destination, destination scarrow. You got it. Children in need special that uh, came out in November. Preceding. We had both watched it. I wanted to talk about it, and I especially want to talk about it and how it connects to Wild Blue Yonder. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you think? I mean, it's really short. It's a Those fi- are generally kind of funny, lighthearted mm-hmm. stuff, right? I'm trying to think time. Hit, sorry to hit my mic there. Time crisis? Time crisis. Was that the one with uh, Peter Davison and oh, David yeah. Tennant? Yeah, maybe. Or yes. Time Crash? Something like that. I don't It doesn't matter. We, it's, it's not like again, we, it, 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 we did this for eight years. That's true. It's fine. No, but it is very much the Doctor Who story name generator, where it's just like noun, verb, time. Yeah, it's, it's just, fine. I don't know. Fine. Right. But what did you think of, like, when I watched it, I thought, oh, this is before Davros is in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just we're earlier on in that timeline or that story, mm-hmm. storyline. But then I had seen interviews with Russell T. Davies that he's no longer in a wheelchair at all because what? there's a long – and this is true, and he goes on and says that there's a long history of associating disability with villainy or mm-hmm. with something mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. And I think he had specifically said something along the lines of like, this is 2023 Doctor Who. So I hope that they don't do that. I mean, if someone – that's one of the most iconic characters in – Is it? Yeah. I mean, I think he's definitely – If you didn't I, I know – like Darth no, no, no. Vader. Hang on. If you didn't and, know Doctor Who, you would still know who Davros is? What well, are you in America, about? probably not. But if you ask that over uh, – uh, these I would UK Maybe. listeners tell me <laughs> tell Dan how he's wrong and I'm right. Yeah. I feel like he is an iconic character. I know you've loved him from the beginning. You just I love him. I would say like why not just cast you know an actor with a disability. Whatever it doesn't Maybe. matter. That's I mean, but whole counterpoint thing. counterpoint though. Like first of all, I kind of agree in the iconic nature of the way he looks. That all of the stuff physically you could keep that you know eventually whatever. But like that the the chair machine it's not just a wheelchair it's like this entire control panel and whatever but it reminds me more of like professor x so like yes not a villain uh you know and well yes and that is a thing that is a trope that i am just not familiar with so like when i think of someone like in a wheelchair i'm not associating that with a villain no and and in any in the previous story but i'm the the head scientist for unit is also in a wheelchair um and a completely kick-ass character who, like... Yeah, well, I disagree on that. I like the character. I don't like the the notion that guns and weapons in your wheelchair oh. makes you cool. No, no, no. I think because... I'd rather have a Professor X type that's going to, you know, mess with your mind. No, I, that's I, me. I meant it, though, in the way that she deals with the Doctor. She's, like, not, sure. fla- no, not I, unflappable. I, 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 She's yeah. the one who's, like, sending them to battle. Don't, don't make me the, the hindrance and, like, sends the guys... like. She right, in and yeah, of herself was really or, exa- that's what she said. Right, that, that was a great. great she line. was a very cool character. Does it need weapons? No, I, I don't really like the whole thing. Yeah, with, totally. Like, guns and Doctor Who. You don't need it. Right. I think what you're getting at is like have more positive characters right. that instead are of necessarily instead of changing. Like undoing. But Maybe. again, I'm not someone that should someone else's opinion should count more in that regard because I'm not. It's not something I deal with. Right. In any. Really, in any fashion. I like. I that. just thought that was interesting. I, I, I hope that's not the case, and I hope they don't undo. Although we're going to get to that next. That's the next part. The doctor makes a comment, and I have it in my notes, Uh-oh. so I want to. Again, like how? I assume these are canon, right? I Written think by so. Russell T. Davies. Yeah. They are, but let's right. assume it's a canon. Okay. Like let's assume that everything that happens is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor says. Um, the timelines of the canon are rupturing. I'm just going to go, and you're not going to say a word. Mm-hmm. He says that at the like he he goes and he he gives them the idea for the name. Yep. Dalek, you know, puts the plunger on the the thing. He goes, "You didn't see me, but things are changing. Timelines are changing. Canon is changing." Right. So when we get to the next review, 
things are have already changed and we're seeing them having changed and mm. i don't think anything's necessarily real Hmm. Interesting. But let's wait. I'm going to no, wait no. until we let me, get to the Let me think about that more. Because I have more of that on the Wild Blue Yonder. Okay. But we, we haven't we haven't talked about this, obviously. Like, we don't talk no. about the stories before we get together. So this is all real reactions. But so if the timeline's rupturing and in this new ruptured timeline, the Doctor has broken the claw off the Dalek and put the, given to the plunger and given its name and Davros was walking... Was the original timeline that Davros was walking and the thing had the claw, but this new timeline has the plunger and perhaps Davros goes into a control unit chair? I don't know. I don't know I how it I think it's going to be the opposite. I, I, I would think so go- too, but like I don't right. see how the pieces fit together. First of all. But uh, let's get to the other side because I think there's there's more I want to talk about with the changes and what they could possibly mean. But you sure you don't want to spend an hour talking I about a five-minute five special? Hour. Just hit the button. All right. We have a button. Do is we there still a button, have a button? I don't know. Uh, shake the crime stick. Shake the crime stick! <laughs> oh, my God. Shake the crime stick. That's yeah, terrific. Insert, see, with a video podcast, I can put that right, in, right there. in there. All right. All right. Let's hit go. the button. See you on the other side, Dan. Beep. Whoop. Whoop. Hello? Where are we? Oh. Life signs. Dan, this is Wild Blue Yonder. This is the second. The second of the three serials. I guess there's no official season here, so it's lucky number two. So second, as we always know, the second uh, special is always the lucky one. Uh, This is written by Russell T. Davies. It's directed by Tom Kingsley of the Kingstown Kingsleys. Uh, In this story, the Doctor and Donna are out of control in the TARDIS. They have no control. Uh, Spilled coffee has sent things into a real situation. Uh, They end up landing in, uh, I can't remember, 14th century? When is is Newton around? Doesn't matter. Oh, Uh, 1666. 1666, yeah, not 14th century Mm -mm. at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, They end up talking to Newton briefly before going off on their way until they end up at a derelict space station at the edge of the universe. Uh, There's some mystery that awaits there. Uh, Why is the ship empty? Who opened the airlock three years ago? And what is that strange uh, audio thing? No, voice No. Uh, tell, intercom? Doesn't matter. Dan, what did you think of uh, Wild Blue Yonder from 2023? Dan. <laughs> that was really fun, Eric. <laughs> and as, as fun as your extemporaneous summary of the episode we just watched. Yeah, and the Very whole good. time now I'm just thinking, oh, I got it. Why did I think it was fourteen hundred for Newton and yeah, like which is dumb dumb mess? I'm a real dumb dumb, real dumb dumb. Um, I okay. So, bottom line it for you folks. Bottom line, what did Dan Not think you. about? This is what people really want to. Yeah, it was a fun episode. It was a super fun episode. It was just David Tennant and Catherine Tate the entire time, and the two of them getting to play the alternate versions. Like it was so fun just to see these two play the entire for 60 minutes it i loved it i absolutely loved it the story was good it was solid it's unfortunately they they didn't play uh on 60 minutes like reenact 60 minutes with uh mickey i'm scott pelly yeah yeah that would be i'm diane sawyer i think yeah she would have been diane sawyer or leslie stall anyway it doesn't matter it's connected with the time clock it all works it's really good going um but it was really fun uh uh the production design was was really impressive i I thought the visual effects were great. Some places weren't as great as others, maybe. So yeah, it's like when yeah. you have something that's incredible and something that's kind of like good, the kind of good thing doesn't feel as... Anyway, it's... But overall, hey, that's it's Doctor Who. What do you expect? It was super fun. Um, fun story. The resolution was great. It opens up a lot of uh, additional questions. I see, like, you know what? I, I've said this a thousand times. I love building on the mythology. So it feels like there's something coming and there's other things that have been set up that are paying off. Fun, fun, fun the whole way down. Eric, top line, bottom line, sideline. What do you top think? Top line, bottom line, sideline. Uh, loved it. Uh, maybe my favorite episode in many, many years. Rave uh, review. Yeah, no, I thought it was. Oh, I'll just start 
top let's get let's get into the top and bottom line i loved it every line everything you said was true Mm -hmm. uh both of them together i love a sense of mystery i'm a big alien fan so derelict space ship space ship fun i like i liked figuring things out it was simple uh but complex at the same time it was incredibly funny It, it becomes like a monster movie Oh yeah, uh, at for sure. The end in a big way, but it it's not corn. I didn't find it corny or or anything. I felt like it was so well played. The acting was great. I thought the writing was great. Um, starting at the beginning, mm-hmm. that's my thing. I'm just gonna jump into the beginning. Okay. When it first opened, I was a little nervous because uh, it starts with oh. the Newton scene, mm-hmm. and I was like, and it has like that like feel, and it just feels kind of corny and i was like oh no it, it's I gonna be some same... history one and i usually like the history ones i know, I know you don't like the history ones i was like not them and isaac newton solving a, a problem and it Please also felt it like not be that it felt very like fairy tale like it just didn't feel grounded yes. at all the light yes but all of this i think and i'll get to it do it i don't think anything's real <gasps> i don't think that's newton what? i think yeah, no, and and so where do we even start? So, oh my God, I didn't know there was this theory coming, folks. Yes, yeah, I don't think any of that's. I don't think whenever, that's actually Newton, folks. Hang because, on, a warning, a warning. Yep. Uh, whenever you finish watching this episode, <laughs> please hit stop and clear your YouTube history. Otherwise, you're going to go down a conspiracy <laughs> rabbit hole. All of your playlist is going to be QAnon, and it's going to be uh, well, because flat all Earth. that stuff's real. I it's mean, all, if you're good, right, yeah. If you, if you want, want to your mind pill, blown, that's fine. If you want to just sit around and pretend that that's actually Newton, okay, um, no. Go for well, it. Think about it, right? So it is presented like it's a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. We know that there is some overarching villain, and we all know it's the toy maker, right? Oh. I mean, it seems Neil Patrick Harris, whatever. There's strings being pulled. Mm-hmm. There's machinations happening. But the real bit of information that's so interesting is they the TARDIS crash lands there, right? And they pop out In and they the make Apple the gravity tree. joke, right? Uh you would not understand the gravity or you could appreciate the gravity of the situation. They both use the words gravity. They do. Right. He takes off. Yeah. He says, what gravity? What was that beautiful word? Gravity, gravity, mavity. And mavity. Yes. Mm. And from then on, they refer to it as mavity. Mavity. He doesn't. Now the doctor remembers. He knows. The doctor kind of no, remembers, no, no, no. but he totally also remembers. uses the word. He totally remembers both. It's, it, I think it's he remembers because a part of him remembers, but mm. time is changing. Everything is changing. Mm. Now, in the old Doctor Who kind of timeline, that would have happened, but they would still remember gra- gravity. Both of them. They wouldn't have changed. I think And he... they would have landed and everyone would be saying a different word and like, oh, my God, we changed history. Mm-hmm. Yet it doesn't work that way. Well. Because time is moving in all different directions so okay. the timeline that she's from was already affected by the thing that that sort of happened and i wonder how much of what we think is true will be true like they do sort of confirm later on the timeless child is being real mm-hmm. even though she said where are you from he says gallifrey but then she says no you don't know where you're from and you then don't he kind of remembers it in the same way that he remembers gravity but then switches it to the other thing so Perhaps the timeless child thing was part of the toy master, toy master, the puppet, celestial toy maker, celestial toy, toy makers. Over, like maybe that is not real. Is he gonna undo all of that? I don't know. Like, oh, don't get my hopes up. I don't know, but it, it's it's there. Like yeah. you could build that. Yeah. I don't like that as just a I, person that makes things to have someone else come and undo so it. Like, but no, that's no, 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 rip that out. People yeah. do that all the time, and that sort of goes. I mean, but with, you do kind of you see that so much in comic books. And which you oh, yeah. like, so like, absolutely. But, but that's that you just feel a new writer comes different. in and just destroys whatever came before it. That's in, co- in comic world. That's like, that is like part that is inherent to comics, especially like modern comics. Like that just is the yeah, way that you it keep is. the Not core. In this type of you thing. keep the core stuff true, right? And you have fun with the rest. Now well, I'm not saying right. he's that's going right. to un- undo it, but clearly time, clearly time and canon are moving and changing and the fact that they did that whole joke and they leave before he says mavity right so if you're not paying attention and you watch it you could be like oh they're just they're referencing the thing calling it mavity because it's donna doesn't she knows and they also say newton is hot and then there's that part where yeah on the surface it's the doctor having been a woman and now is a man like he's not sure who he is anymore and Mm -hmm. like oh he is hot and like 
And you can look at it on the surface level, or you could be like, oh, because he's hot because it's an actor that the celestial toy maker has, or whatever it is. Like, it's not right, really right. Newton. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. It's all changing. That's yeah. the way I, I that's am look, looking at all of this. Yeah. Well, I that's that's really fascinating. I, I'm I'm excited to see how it turns out. I think. Oh, oh, another one. Wild Blue Yonder. Donna remembers it as Wide Blue Yonder. Does she? Did yes. I miss that? And then the doctor corrects her and says it's Wild Blue. Like the tar Why is the TARDIS playing that particular song? Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. really explain. But she refers to it as the wrong title. Does she? Okay. And it's a war Maybe song. Just... And then they land in a war. Right, right, right. That that I'm I'm with you. I just missed. So her... I think it's. I watched connected. the episode twice and I missed her saying wide blue. How did I miss that? Yes. I was she probably taking notes he as it happened. He corrects her. Okay. Um, that's fascinating. I think. Yes. You know, so with, I think with anyone. I can't wait to see where it goes. If anyone is going to do that sort of scope of change and play with canon and play with things that have come before, I'm excited to see Russell T. Davies do that. I think he's yeah, really I mean, well equipped was, for like, it. like the Bad Wolf original. Absolutely. I mean, I know that over time people, and I don't want to get into this at all, but like I don't people, people have it. like a lot of like uh, feelings around previous showrunners and uh, some people love Russell T. Davies or other people hate him and same thing with Moffat. And, you know, it just like, it just goes in weird waves like that. I have a fondness for him, maybe because it, like this was my um, first like entree to really watching Doctor Who was because yeah, of him. Yeah, it's almost so like it whatever like brought you into the thing is the thing you hold sacred, and whenever that's changed that's in any way, you get mad. They'd say that about um, like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's like it sure. was the best season was the season right. when you were like 12 or 13 or 14 when you discovered it, and right. then everything else after that was like... like that, that's actually same not... Sort of... I can disprove that because oh, when I first started watching Saturday Night Live... Randy Newman was on. Not the best uh, time for Saturday Night not Live. Ran not Randy Newman. No, no, no I wish Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. <laughs> Randy Newman. Uh, apologies. Yeah, if Randy Newman. Oh, I'm, he was on as a musical guest, but if he was also doing comedy. Hey, bits. I'm Randy Newman. <laughs> Although I will say this about uh, Randy Quaid. Yes. What they a did weird this sketch, The was. Limits of the Imagination, when Madonna hosted, that I still think about, which was a funny <laughs> sketch. Uh, where he's like, uh, in the in the world of imagination, you can make my voice louder, and you can. I have nothing else to say other than just repeating lines. Uh, so that was that was the weird like non Lauren Michaels era. I think it was the non Lauren Michaels right. era. It's when um, like Anthony Michael uh, Hall and Robert Downey Jr. Harry Robert Shearer. Downey Jr. did one of the funniest, weirdest. If I ever meet him, which will never be. Uh, a, a lot of people of talk show. about Iron Man. I would be like, did you write this sketch? So he comes out, and you can find it on YouTube, Robert Downey Jr. Look up Robert Downey Jr. SNL suitcase. Okay. I present to you Robert Downey doing a, um, what are you going to do? Confrontational monologue. Oh, a, a confrontational monologue. Okay. He's wheeled out in a suitcase with just his head sticking out, sweating. Just like, maybe it's the studio lights, maybe it's the atmosphere, and does this weird monologue... I know why whales beach themselves. Spider-Man told me! It's just bizarre. I, I, I'll <laughs> link to it crazy. in the... <laughs> yes. So I just want to know, like, what was that? Like, and honestly, now that you say it, maybe that is my favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> they okay. were just... It was out there. How um, bizarre. Okay, I, I have yeah. not watched that at all. That was a crazy... Anyway, okay, going back to this. Wild Blue Hunter. Um... Can I be a a big stick yeah. stick in the mud? I want about you this? to be a stick in the uh, in the mud or stick, whatever you're gonna do. Stick in the. Um, this is so pedantic. It has no meaning. It's like yep. it's silly. That's what we live for. But the word gravity existed before 1666. Isaac Newton would have known the word. I looked it up in the Oxford mm -hmm. English Dictionary. In that sense of the word, it was around at least 30 to 40 years before then. So. So, in what context was that word used originally? So the OED breaks it down by different senses, like gravity meaning grave, like a dire situation. That's separate. That was old as well. Gravity mean having relationship to weight uh, yep. in a physical sense. Uh, earliest recorded uh, written use of it, 1622. Okay. So, I mean, maybe, well, why maybe we he didn't read it and he didn't like, travel. Like, he didn't know. But, like, it's... 
it's, I don't think we should review it's, anymore. So that that like I <laughs> said, just, it's dumb. You just changed my entire you, opinion of this whole thing. It's dumb. It has no no bearing on anything, but it bothered the hell out of me to the well, point no, where I, mean, I had I, to go and I, sign it with my library card. By the way, here's yes. a, here's a fact for everyone. You can go to the Oxford English Dictionary, which costs thousands of dollars to buy oh. the bound volumes. If you have a public library card in the US, you can get access to it for free. Oh, which is great. I love it. We love libraries. Anyway. Um, I'm going to defend the show. Don't. No, this is the worst say, show ever. Well, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't. I because told you it doesn't matter. Because once he publishes his theory of gravity, uh, he can call it whatever he wants. He doesn't need to use a word that exists. He can make a new word up, and everyone would use that new word. Sure. And the old word would die. Eric, what did I say before I went on this rant? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's dumb. Um, but it bothered me. Then they also do make reference. This is better. They make reference yep. to what year is it? 1666. Oh, stay away from London, which is the Great Fire of London, which was from, also in Doctor Who. It was a fifth Doctor story uh, with Adric and Tegan and Nisa. Oh, Adric. Uh, uh, the visitation. Well, you say a fifth Doctor story. It must be one we reviewed. Yes. What's the name of it? Oh. The, the visitation. Oh, the visitation. And, the and Peter they Davison. Leave. They leave. The very controversial Peter Davison error in which we sort of don't love Peter Davison. No. I feel like I do more than you do. I but came I feel to like, like he, him better. I came your, to like one him, of your least. Do we want to go back through this again? I came yeah. to like him better after Colin Baker. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the reflected glow or opposite of glow, I liked it better. But yeah, like the visitation ends with them leaving and just a guy's there trying to put out the fire. So like it was it was fun. Anyway, and then they make the whole reference to like calling him Sir Isaac before he is a sir, which is mm -hmm. so. Yeah, maybe a lot of the stuff is going to come back. Maybe it was just a fun little thing because, after all, this is a children's show that we're reviewing. So, I yes. Know. But all of that, I mean, I get I love I love this episode so much okay. for things like that. I love when something seems – when you could play something off as a dumb throwaway joke, mm -hmm. like gravity becoming – Mavity. Like mavity, right? Every time but you – But when you – when it's like cyclical and you go back to the mm -hmm. thing and as you keep going back, it becomes – And it has meaning as it comes – It starts to have meaning. That's like the best art. You know, Catch-22 is like that where – you read a scene, it's very funny, sort of like a kind of a absurdist gag. And then as you keep going back, it becomes heartbreaking as you get to the end of the book. I feel like that's what's happening with all of these things going back to children need special. Maybe I'll be wrong. No, and, no, no. But I, would, I, I, I would say I, Russell T. Davies coming back to do this on the 60th anniversary. Um, I, I have a feeling he is really pulling out all the stops and really – has in ways that he has always done in architecting an overall story that is broken down into smaller bits that feel ancillary to the story but really come back together. He's always done that. I have a feeling, I have a hope anyway, that it's all of that compressed into three episodes. So fingers crossed. Like I, I hope so. I, yes, I love how it's so far felt cohesive mm -hmm. where each part, while completely unique and separate, feel like they're telling the same story. Yes. I like that feel about it. Uh, let's get back to this. We got to get back to Wild Blue Yonder, right? Sure. I thought okay. the music was great, and I I was Googling as we were talking. To, I was like, I should have wrote down who did the music, mm. but I felt like the music in this was, was amazing. Because it was like, a very horror movie sort of in, – in places. It was the very tense. The, the music, the sound design was really good. Like it, it was kind of a horror episode in a couple yeah, different ways absolutely. psychological horror as well as like jump scare like it was but like it like why i love aliens so much like a cold sort of haunted house but like tension spooky emptiness yeah. like the isolation is part of the the fear the two scenes with um when they're each talking to their counterpart who is the, the first time we didn't get a name for the bad the bad guys, right? They, they were just, they were no things. They were nothing. The no things, whatever, yeah. from the edge of the universe. Which is also, the, which is also a very Russell T. Davies thing. He really plays with words in a way that I've always loved because I, you know, I, yeah. I, I love that sort of like wordplay. But like the no things, like if you look at the subtitles, that's their how they're spelled. And no dash things. Okay. Um, which I thought was really, I, I like it anyway. Maybe it's silly. Maybe it's a little like dumb. But no, I, hey, I love it. Goes it goes right back to Dune with the um the no ships. Um, but what we, is that? You got to you got to you got to read Dune. a lot of Dune to get to the no ship. So what they is, what is they that? um, yeah. Once I've never the heard of uh, it. I can't spoil it, but okay, uh, stop. a nope. character nope. becomes so prescient. 
that can see all of sort of everything in time so they can build these structures (laughs) that hide themselves from that prescience 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 Precious. <laughs> and they're called no ship. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to the get Dune back to this. Podcast. Let's get back to this. Okay, thing. sorry. This yeah. those scenes where the doctor and you the way it's edited is so good because you're yeah. not you assume it's just a regular scene. You as a viewer don't know which so one is real. The, you're talking about the first time. I'm, the happened. first time, right? So they're there's, separated in two different rooms. They're separate in two different rooms. There's actually some very funny bits about the doctor pretending he dies that after was he fun. licks the thing. That was very funny. I loved it. But yes, they each have a job to do. Somehow the engine runs on uh, slides that you would put in like a Fisher-Price slide machine uh-huh. where you play the record and it would yep. go to the next slide. And water. And reason. water, which was also an alien thing, like the dripping engine room yeah, from uh, yeah, yeah. the Nostromo. But yeah, those those scenes though, the acting in those scenes Incredible. were so good. And Wonderful. Catherine Tate was so impressive, especially when she started playing the evil version of herself and how mm-hmm. cold and mm-hmm. scary and menacing she was, because she's usually very funny. I thought her performance was. The both was of them. as good as you know, if not better in some parts than David Tennant. David Tennant was amazing, so it was so just both. Wonderful. Both of them were great. Do we do we want to go in some order, or do you want to skip around? Well, you go in whatever order you want. I was well, just I'm happy to keep talking about it because every part of it I really just loved. Well, let's let's talk about the TARDIS from the very talk from about the beginning. Uh, yes, it, go it back to slams. The it slams. It materializes and slams into an interior room in the ship, and they escape just in time for. What looks like fire shooting out of it. So is that yes. the, is that the regeneration energy of the TARDIS I, coming out? Maybe. I mean, what else? Right. Could it, like that is pretty. The yeah, visual I effect t- is very right. similar to I, that. You're probably correct. I saw it. It was like, oh, gag, fire. So much crazy I thought stuff so at is, first. Is until going on, but they're, they're going. It's regenerating and and changing its shape again. It felt to me. Well, do we actually know? Here's the thing: we didn't do research on. When a doctor regenerates, they have as established, especially in like. Russell T. Davies years that yeah. there's still that re- residual regeneration energy in them. That was the whole hand that led to the the meta crisis to Doctor Donna. Like there's the excess energy. Does the TARDIS have a similar thing? And so maybe that's what's going on there. That's why it's regenerating. But that would mean how long has the Doctor had this face before between the final episode of Jodie Whittaker's series and the first. I guess the children in need actually would be the first one. Children so like, how in need, long, the how way much time? he comes out of children in need feels immediate. Like, yeah, it's right after because he's like, I just did this. Blah, blah, blah. Not like, you know, what I, I mean? I've been moping traveling. around for 20,000 right. years. Yeah, yeah. But how much time passed between that, that and what was it called? What was the Rose one called? Uh, the last one was literally the, the last star one we beast. did. The Star Beast. I had to look it up. How much time passed between those two? Right. I'm not sure. Again, maybe prob- they say it. Probably doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Probably doesn't matter. But it, it read to me like it's regeneration energy. Um, one of the, it pulls out the sonic, now, the, the sonic well, screwdriver. You're an, hold on. Nope. Because you're the expert. Well, am I? Oh, no. Uh, TARDIS has regenerated before, right? That's not a new thing. And maybe yeah, like that's ev- even in Classic Who. Every time the doctor regenerates, the TARDIS Right, because they get a new thing. Yeah. So that's that's already— I don't um, know that it's it's regenerated We haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah. Um, I can't recall. Maybe it did. But yeah. All right. So you, so yeah, you start start at that scene. You're talking about the fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, just, just that. I mean, it was just— fun to see that sort of thing and the doctor trying to get it to well to repair itself so is it regenerating and that's what's coming out or is it because the the doctor needed to do the thing with the sonic screwdriver and the lock on the outside to get it kick-started again so it can start repairing itself so i don't know what's what's going on maybe it doesn't again maybe it doesn't matter it's just interesting we have another instance of the of the sonic screwdriver being super powerful in this case it's yeah, you're right. He he puts he uses the regular screwdriver or the non-sonic screwdriver mm-hmm. um, to to pry open the lock and then puts the sonic Son- screwdriver in to trigger the regeneration. Right. right? So it hadn't been started prior. If you want to, yeah. So I don't. That's what I. Don't it's know. unclear. We also don't know because <laughs> I do love this too. The doctor opens the door to look in to see what's going on with the TARDIS. We don't see his point of view. We just see his face kind of collapse. Like, yes. oh, and he closes the door, puts his head. It's like, it was brand new. Yeah. It was so that part, that And Donna's like, great. I'm sorry. She's so meek when she says it. I'm sorry. He's like, it's not your fault, but it is. I, that, 
that whole the scene two is of great them. too because the it's two like of them. yes it's perfect for like two people that are friends and he's trying not to blame her yes, for spilling the coffee. There's so much of but that. But clearly she spilled the coffee. Like, so it's a real scene between yes. people that care for each other that are so, mad at each other. To go but, on with that too, yeah. they start fighting later um, in, in, in that scene uh, over all this. And they decide to like, they, they do, they start shouting. They both calm each themselves down. It's it just... You can feel the history of these characters and also likely, I'm guessing, the history of these actors together. It just makes everything so much better. I just, I, yeah, I am, I have to say, knowing, having known for a year or, or more that, that these actors were going to come back together and that Russell Davis was going to do it, these scenes exceed the expectations, my hopes for it. And I was trying to temper my expectations to be like, it's going to be fun. No matter what, it'll be fun. Uh-uh. It's fantastic, the yeah, two of them together. This- and I liked um, Star Beast. Yeah, I did too. But this was so much, and maybe that's just because it literally was just the two of just them. Just the two of them, so bottle like episode-ish. You had, yeah. you had plenty of time to have those scenes because you didn't have to cut away to a bunch of other characters. There's no, and, there's no B plot. Multiple, the plot there's was one literally plot, though, figure out why you're yep. locked in this trap trap box. And it really is, I was going to I just said it's, it's a bottle episode, but it's like the biggest bottle possible. This yeah. shit, the the uh, talking about like the the production design, you know, it's all it's so much CG going on. A lot of the stuff that they interact with is practical, but so yes. much CG. But it's so convincing, and the scale of the interior. Some of it I didn't like though. Okay, uh, about the CG. Yep. Like when they first come out of the TARDIS, mm-hmm. it has a certain look that a lot of Disney Plus shows have. Where for me, it's like, oh, clearly they're in front of a blue screen. Mm. Now, I'm having watched eight years of practical effects, classic Doctor Who. That's the stuff I prefer. I like mm-hmm. the charm of it. When they, what you can tell, like, the robot was there. Yeah, it was. It was. You know what I mean? Watch, so, like, the, watch the behind the scenes after this, folks. Yeah. It is so incredible how they put They didn't Those need to do it this way, but they amazing. did. It's just sometimes mm. when there's the long hallway behind, I can see because I'm have the gifted eyes. You're amazing. Uh, like where this, well known you know, for it, it just feels like, you know, when you have the wrong setting on your TV or you go to your mom's house and she's got that motion. Uh, most of smoothing on. Most and smoothing, smoothing on. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but I, you know, I'm not, it's a minor nitpick or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's the only time that it really like. To me, the only time that that really felt a little off that the, when they're in the little golf cart thing. Yeah. And, Though I think it was a fun effect, and I liked what they were going for, and I thought it was overall executed really well. Uh, but when the bad Doctor and Doctor, the no things, are grow huge, and they're chasing them down the, the corridor, and their faces are all distorted, it both looked incredible and also looked really cheesy at the same time. I thought that was amazing. And that reminded was, me but the, the, of What Mulholland they were doing Drive. was great. Like, the yeah. idea that they were doing was, oh, Mulholland Drive, too. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of Mulholland Drive, and not to spoil anything, but there's two elderly characters yeah. that come chase. I know exactly like that, what you meant. It felt like that energy, and also when when they were so big that they were just like stuck, stuck in there. there, like the Alice in Wonderland type feel. Yeah, that was amazing. I loved that. Once they became like the evil versions of themselves, the show like ratcheted up it was great. in quality too. Like yep. seeing them be able to play those characters, and the idea that Doctor can't stop thinking, and how excited he was to think, and like all of that, the tension in there was was perfect. Yeah. What did you think of the, I guess the overall story being these beings come from the non- Outside the universe, yeah. That's the end. I guess we'll save that for the end. Okay. Didn't we get, didn't the doctor get to the edge of the universe before? See, he says no one's ever been there. Yes, and I feel like we've done that, right? It feels like they must have. I mean, we got to the edge inside of E-Space. Uh, still sure. not sure what e-space is, negative space, uh-huh. uh, the e-space cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the new Who, didn't they go to the edge? I mean, uh, we watched the sun die, and we've seen. Like, oh, well, that was the end of time. That like that was the, that was the end of was the, end the of universe. Time. Like end of the universe meaning the end of all things, not the physical location of the end of the universe. I guess so. So there's that. Maybe that's what we're thinking of. But it also just feels so unlikely that in 60 years they never did that in any sort of canon. Right, because he of... makes a point of saying I'm the first or only person yep. 
no wonderful a, scene though like when he's like against the to glass. be and he yeah puts his hands on there it's like yes yeah it was awesome yeah it was awesome i like but, but do you have anything else? Because well, I guess I can jump into the end. Too. No, no, I, I want. I think there's a lot in the in the middle there's too. There's a lot. We've also kind of touched on a lot of it. But but the the first scene when the two of them are separate and they the no thing versions of them come in, the subtle. You've already kind of talked about this a little bit. But the subtlety of the way that each of them play that alternate version, that feels cold but realistic. And then the moment when we as the audience realize, like, oh, here's what's going on. But you still you see it in their faces, too. Yeah. They're just so talented in the way that they're able to play the subtleties in just facial expressions. The, the one jumping ahead a little bit, but it's a similar scene where they're trying to figure out who's who. They've been running around. The doctor and Donna come together. And this is what you were referencing before, that she's like, where, where are you from? Yeah, Gallifrey. Yeah. And that felt so real until she takes that step forward and collapses. Like, oh, I almost had a... So the way that I know, she's able yeah, to turn the, between... The way that they do the editing turn. and the pacing and the dialogue, you think that the doctor is the fake one. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the, he, the doesn't are know, he doesn't immediately admit to the thing, but mm-hmm. maybe that's because that is the thing. Yeah. He is from Gallifrey. And the other thing is the lie. Yeah, maybe. But we don't, or we not don't a know. lie, but the other thing is... It's the, changing or something. changing or distortion then, of time. We Catherine Tate is so distinct in her Donna and not Donna. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they both are, obviously. But, like, that in that scene, uh, when she's, like, that puddle of ooh, she's like, where you go? Like, all of that. It was... Oh, I don't know. I got chills. I just... I love awesome. I love her performance. We're and just going to sit here and rant about how great they are. But That's, the... And the... the the fact that it also like the the other thing or the no thing mm-hmm. convinces the doctor that it's Donna and he brings the wrong Donna onto the That's at the end. Oh, don't let's let's save that for a okay. minute because that, that is was amazing. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at my notes over here to see if there's uh, So we what I was gonna ask you, I guess we can talk about the mystery because it is constantly running through it. Mm-hmm. The voiceover like did you like like did you like when it's because there's so much effort paid to these little bits of clues throughout? Did you feel like the payoff worked? Oh, that that it was that a, she had slowed down things and the the <clears throat> timing. Uh, the, sure, the countdown. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, like yeah. I thought it was. Sometimes oh. in these things you have the you have the payoff. Oh, when the reveal is on. like, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, right. no. For me in this case, I think I thought the, it was so well architected. Yeah, especially because as you had mentioned before. Um, the alternate doctor knows that the doctor can't resist a puzzle, can't resist questions. So they start asking the questions, be- knowing that, knowing because they have his memories, they know who he is, and they're almost the same copy, that that's what's going to happen. And that as he starts talking about it, the bad guy's also going to start figuring it. Like, it was really clever. I, I like how that all worked together, that it needs to be this incredibly slow countdown. Because, I mean, they can't understand slow well, that's, like, that's that's just like that's mm, right. Okay, but I'm fine with it. And they use that as like, okay, why are they trying to scare us? They're trying to scare us for the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you could say, well, when they're having those separate conversations, they're talking about Wilf. They're very slow, but mm-hmm. they're emotional triggers, right? Right. right. Wilf, uh, Gallifrey. So in that sense, I'm like, okay, yeah, it would make your heart sort of and maybe. Increase. I would say maybe because that's when they had sucked the heat out of the area and that's where they're getting the energy from and that's how they're able to start. And then later as they're solidifying, it's more about like that person they're copying. So maybe there's, I don't know the laws of thermodynamics. It doesn't matter. Uh, The um, horse. It doesn't matter. That's like the the horse, (laughs) the horse creature, right? The horse alien. Oh, the the, the captain. Yeah. Has a horse head. Sure. I assumed it was a horse skull. Having uh, written a book in which there's a floating, talking horse skull. That's true. I've looked at you are an expert. Of horse skulls. You're an expert. What I was going to ask you is: there an alien that we've already dealt with that's a horse-headed it alien? Did, it Probably. Didn't, it didn't ring a bell to me, but absolutely, right. I'm sure that that was because they, they also do that whole gender thing with he, the, she, they, he, she, they. But he knows it's a she. she. So he's which he's come across that creature before. Yeah, I don't be. know. I that was just it was a little. That part was like, yes, for the he, she, they, for all of the reasons that people would get mad at that. And we didn't talk about how mad people are at Doctor Who. Wait, why are Could you imagine so hating something so much you do multiple videos about it? Wait, what when are I people post- saying? When, oh, my God. I'm, when I, I posted the, the first video, mm-hmm. 
like on YouTube, I was like, oh, like just looking around to see what other YouTube review shows. There is so much anger and toxicity over Doctor Who and woke, and you oh, sort of God. expect some of that. But like multiple videos about the same. Like if you hate something, that's fine. Leave you don't like it. If you hate it, walk away from it. Review it once, whatever. Like doing multiple videos, and if you don't like the story, you don't like the story. That totally makes sense. Absolutely. But it's like all, you know. Because there's non-binary characters or trans women's in it or whatever. And by the way, these are the same people that will say, I don't mind if there's a gay character or a trans character in the thing, but make sure it has some meaning to the plot. Don't just add it in. And then when you literally make it something to do with the plot, it's like, why are you yeah. making yeah, no, you can't this win. woke? You know, whatever. It's, it's, it it's all moving the goalposts just to be angry. I yeah. Know. I don't want to talk about I don't, that. But, I don't but, go but down those rabbit holes. How does the doctor the... know that, that the horse, like... Was there something the to definitely. that? Was that like, I don't know. It's, Maybe that's me overthinking the thing, but they make a point of her saying you don't know the gender, and then he says, no, it's a she. Right. That's That was So maybe it was— It definitely twigged like, something for me as well. I don't know where they're going with it or what it was supposed to mean. I like that they said uh, he or she or they, but then when he said she and stuck with it, it seemed like a rational reason. Maybe it, you're right. Maybe it is a race that he's familiar with. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's been horse-headed people at okay. some point. And maybe it's not a horse head. Maybe it just looked like a horse yeah. head because someone used to make an alien skull and they used a horse head reference. Or mm -hmm. maybe I'm looking at something that's not a horse head at all. But that was interesting. But the whole, like, floating around and, and the knocking into the into things, that was all very cool. Um, something else I think you would really appreciate I've, from your sensibilities, the the – Going back to the original scene when we first see the alternate versions of them and they reveal themselves, the the doctor, the bad doctor, um, yeah. does that whole contortion of leaning backwards and then yes. really comes and his head yeah. goes underneath. But then the way that he scrambles towards her felt so Evil Dead to me. Yeah, it, it definitely feels Evil Dead or stop even motion like um, oh my gosh, it was like so good. like that Korean horror films of oh. the mid two thousands, like uh, you know. The ring, and then uh, was the other one, grunge, not grunge, the grudge, the grudge, the, gr but the I don't grungy, the, the grungy Korean grudge, title. the Seattle one was yeah, yeah. grunge, the yes. grunge, <laughs> right, yeah, that whole thing when mud honey was cr crawling, right, on the, your the spirits and, and flannel, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, well, what else? But I, I like that. That was that was really fun because it was very was scary. Awesome. Um, it was very scary, and even before that, the original reveal. Sometimes my arms bend back. <laughs> no, when she's like my arms. My arms are my too arms long. Are long. And it's like a weird moment, but it makes sense for the character because they're trying to hold the shape in a shape they don't understand. And then right. watching them figure out, like when the doctor takes off his tie and he puts uh -huh. it on the ground and she's like, the tie's not there. And he's like, ah, you know, things that you take off don't stop existing. Right, and like right. The way that but he played. even started it by doing the thing of like, maybe they don't understand the skin and clothes are different things, which feels like another... Doctor Who story I've seen, or I've seen that somewhere else, but I yeah. like that he's doing that as the misdirect of like, look, I'm figuring this thing out. I'm going to drop it. And then he's like, oh, object permanence right. is a thing. Yeah. Like, it's that great. Was, that's awesome. It was like, wonderful. It, I, I thought the script was so good. So good. Um, on this. I don't have any, I don't, really don't have any complaints. No, I mean, then they, I can't think they get of anything into, I didn't like. I mean, there's so much that Other I than don't, the minor stuff about the blue screen. Yeah. And, 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 with that, like so much of it is actually practical. Anything they interact with and touch, they built all of that. I mean, this feels like they are spending so much money on this. So you watch the behind the scenes. Go watch the behind the scenes. It's, it's okay, really yeah, good. Okay, I didn't watch that. Um, which, speaking of behind the scenes, at the end, I have to do a, a mea culpa here, but we'll do that as we go through the story. Um, some of the other things that I, I'm intrigued to see where it's going, and I don't know what to make of it just yet, is all of the references to Dr. Donna. Um the nothing version of Donna can remembers everything that had happened um, in the 15 years since they had yeah, seen each but other. The but the real Donna says no. But the real Donna says she doesn't. She it's can. like looking into the furnace. She can't understand it. Yeah. So did you get the feeling like, I, yes, she, she does. Can. She's not really ready to talk about it. Or she knows enough of it, but maybe can't quite okay. uh, piece it together. I, no, no, you the got way the same that sense, scene though. played out, it felt like... She did know, and she didn't want to necessarily get into that okay. conversation with whatever it is. But that's I don't how know. I felt too. Okay, I just yeah. wanted to make sure that it wasn't just me and the way that because again, 
very subtle in her expressions and the way that she's conveying story. And it felt like that was intentional, but I could also be trying to read into it because I'm trying to understand actually how is all this working. You could read it the other way, that she is telling the truth. She can understand it. And the doctor wishes she could. Right. Because he needs to talk to someone about all of this all stuff the things that happened right which going on. so which is really really cool i mean there's the scene um when he's confronted well not confronted but he brings up like it, he destroyed half the universe uh you know the flux and everything and he's yes. like yeah. uh, you know it's not my fault i know but he still feels like responsible for it so that's why he's not looking back and he's still running and then he's in that that corridor and he just like screams and is punching the wall over and over again he's just like tearing up the scenery almost literally um just again, I just want to gush about how much I love these actors. That's all I want to do. It's great. So with the flux, like, so he destroys half the universe, and I watched it, and I can't remember. I skipped it because I didn't like it. But you watched. I watched enough. A, a catch-up video or something, yeah. right? Like you know some of the broad strokes. At, like at the time, I remember. They're at the edge it. of the universe. They're not at the edge of the universe that he destroyed, right? Because they're at the edge of the universe because these no beings were exist, and even the way they talked about how they could hear like the vibrations of war and like all this stuff. Well, that's a thing. Cool. That's a thing. Oh, can, I, can we just pause there? Is like, I get it for the story. I am, I'm of two minds. I, I always just like the stories of, but the power of love is going to save the day. Like I'm fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also don't like the, all we felt was the bad vibes because love letters don't travel that far. So like all they got from our universe is war and hate. Like, I also don't like that. I love the either. way she delivered that line, though. No, no, no. About I, love letters. I have no problem yeah. with that. I just, it's the concept where it's just like, I, I guess it just feels a little too binary in a sense. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I, I understand what it's, you mean. Again, it doesn't but really matter. I took that as like they feel rejected hmm. and hateful of the warmth. Even the love, like maybe Ooh, it could have even that I would have liked we better. We did get the love, and we're made us even more mad. Do you do you want to do an edit of the? Of the do a li- another edit. Um, <laughs> Slip us in there. But Put us the, in, coach. And and I I love the implication of the salt. Okay. Because there's like the salt gag, and that's when it becomes a very much a monster movie. And there's oh, there's it's almost like a haunted house. Literally, there's like secret passageways, yeah, yeah. and they have the um, revolving door. That was the lucky. revolving door where they come out. <laughs> very funny gag. Great. But when he does the salt thing again, I, like a gag, she's got to count it. The, that was one when of my she favorite does that, scenes. The way the editing works, where she's like thinking about it, and then <laughs> it's a hard cut to her jumping down and starting to count. I laughed out loud. That was just so yeah, so good. Anyway, yeah. Um. But like. That becomes more at the end hmm. because he's like, I introduced a uh, superstition at the edge of the universe. Right, right. Where things become real or like things could become real. And then you land on Earth but and hang it's on. a war. Yes, yeah, so there is that. But he says when he, they're in the TARDIS towards the end, it's like, I have a feeling of something about that. And then he's like, oh, but it's gone and he leaves. In the previous story, in the Star Beast, there's a, a, someone talking about like a feeling of loss. Mm-hmm. As well, like there's something that wasn't right there. So like they're 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 definitely and that's where building I, a bunch of these things. I think yes. and the that's where I feel like doing something. That's where I feel like it's, it's connected to all the other stuff that I was talking about, like this not being real. Mm-hmm. Every time they do something, like introduce uh, superstition, it changes all of reality in all directions, mm-hmm. in the past, in the future. So. Everything that he's done since I don't know what point, maybe the start of the flux or whatever. Or I mean, this this could be the whole riddle of why does he have this face? Yes. Which, wait, was it was it Moffat that did the 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 name of the Doctor was the big riddle for the yeah everything with Moffat was of the Doctor. It's like no no but like the Doctor the name of the Doctor but trying to get to his name that was that was Moffat because that was um. Yeah, that was. Uh, is that the one like, where it was Doctor Who was like the question? Was the question or the ultimate question? Okay, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, yeah, yeah. that's separate. But yeah, it feels similar in that way. It's like this is the big question of this. Like, why does he have this face? Which I'm dying to find out. I, yeah, I, I love I, the way these things are coming together, and the fact that it's going to come together in hopefully in just these three stories. Yes, it's a lot. I, I, I'm honestly in a weird way hoping like the third episode is like a double episode. Like it just feels like there's a lot that has it, to happen. I don't want it to be over. Although Russell T Davies is doing the new I, show, right? But, so but this chunk, this is. I am excited, but I, I wish I, I'm looking this was forward more. to seeing Shudigatwa. Like I, I love that actor. I only know him from 
sex education, but I love this portrayal of that. Whatever he's going to do, super looking forward to it. So I can't wait for what was going to come, but I really don't want to say goodbye to these two again. I know. It's going to freaking kill me. Uh, and that's what's so good about this, or these first two anyway. Maybe it's going to turn hard nope. right at the, the last part. <laughs> Maybe. But it's not, you could cynically look at this and say, oh, uh, Doctor Who ratings were down or people were losing interest. We got to bring back David Tennant. And they just bring back David Tennant and it's just David Tennant having an adventure. Mm -hmm. But the bringing back of David Tennant is the story. Like that's part of the story. It, become, it feels necessary mm -hmm. and not a corporate mandate to, right. to rewrite the show or however you want to put it. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of felt... This just in. <laughs> it's just a little huggy-wuggy. My my son just got back from Goodwill, uh, and he's got some stuff to, to Oh, let's, let's do a YouTube our, haul. YouTube haul. Listeners. What did we get? We got a... We got a poo. Poo bear. That's cool. And he will modify these and take them apart. And... Yeah. All right. Thank you, buddy. All right. But keep going. This is all... This is all... What is he going to modify them into? Oh, he all sorts of stuff. Are they uh, like you can find Coop's Coop's creations? Coop's crazy creations on Instagram, and you can see. Some, all right, uh, we'll check it out. Things. Let's we'll put a link in the show notes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> link in the show notes. Uh, but yes, um, I don't know. Okay, so so we we, we yes. let's just get get through the through the end. We're already at an hour on this. Um, we got. The, what, as we mentioned before at the end, they're racing to try to stop the robot. The doctor's trying not to think, but they're figuring everything out. Like, all of that was super fun. And they're also staring at each other through the thing screen to... again. I think there's the, again, same as the previous episode, there's a glass wall that comes down, and they're standing on opposite sides of it. It's it's too coincidental for it to not mean something to me. You're talking about when they're physically they're separated, separated. And they say, why aren't they... Um... I think yeah. that's when they talk about why are they af making us afraid. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's, yeah. the whole, so that, that's the whole thing. Think. But I just mean like the physical setup yeah, yeah. looks almost identical to the previous story. What is going on there? Right. Uh, I, I like as well, like th we're just as clever as you are, and they're trying to get to the, the robot and trying to uh, open the door. There's uh, Catherine Tate as the evil Donna has this look on her face, this smug smirk that looks so good. And then they, they stop them from opening the door, and then it turns into this like disdain. Just it's the subtle. It's I yeah, love it's, her. Okay, she does so much with so much fun saying anything. Like there's so much nonverbal. And David Tennant too, obviously. But David Tennant does as well. Like they, it's great. I loved seeing the bad. It made me want to to have like a Doctor Who: The Return mm -hmm. uh, with like a bad Agent Cooper or Mister C, yep. and have like a, a Mister D, and it's you know bad David Tennant running around. Right, right. Like, in well, the universe. Where is Dougie in this one? Is he the pilot? Is Dougie the pilot? Uh, Dougie like, would be the pilot. Uh, okay. Yeah. But could you imagine if all of a sudden there's the bad David Tennant fighting the good doctor, uh, the new doctor? Yeah. Just yeah, damn it. Be putting it out there. That's not going to happen. I'm sure he's available. Um, yeah. But what I was going to say, I was yep. going to say before is yep. like, then obviously there's the meta joke of Doctor Who always running down hallways. And this is oh, like man. The, the longest largest hallway ever. Hallway. You're right. There's a lot of running. Um, that could have been dumb. I liked it. I liked the them running at each other and then knocking Fighting Donna is, down. And this like is therapeutic. Of, she fights. Yes. She that, when the, punches herself When out. the bad doctor gets on all fours and starts loping down the hall, like, that was great. But then when he has that realization, like, if he doesn't make it in time, uh, the TARDIS would know and it would come to save them. And it yes. comes at that time and, like, picks them up. Yeah, that was good. But then they do the whole, And then he like, gets the wrong Donna. It's not me. It's her. It's, like, it always makes me think of, was it Star Trek Undiscovered Country? I know the gag's been around forever, but that's the one that sticks in my head is the bat, the two James Kirks. And it's not mm -hmm. me. It's him. And then it should... Anyway, they do that gag to death. I was really honestly, like, you're not going to take the bad Donna. And, like, we know this. I thought she was going to... Yeah, I it... thought they were going right. to. I then, part of me was like, they can't, they can't because they already did that with, in a way, um, previously when you have uh, uh, Amy Pond and it's not really Amy Pond. It's the duplicate, the replicant, whatever thing. So, like, you've already done that. So you're not going to do that again. And it would have just been gutting. But we no, do yeah, get it to been have, too much. We do get to have a full, like, almost minute, I guess, of real Donna thinking she's dead and seeing the f explosion. 
I loved it. I loved that. that. And but also like the way he figures out who's the right Donna, he's like, why is this funny? And you know, the real Donna gives some explanation, and the fake Donna is more Donna than Donna. Yeah. Uh, but it way. is like a Mr. Bean thing, right? Like they didn't say yeah. that at all. It was just legally, uh, maybe. I uh, maybe can. maybe could. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson is, is, is uh, yeah, very litigious, I guess. I don't know. Um, but no, it's a uh, yeah. I felt the same way. It's like no, that was the right answer. But Donna also being like in a panic of like I, I don't. It's just yeah. like it's because it's a vengeance. Yeah, that was great. And Super the whole fun. brilliant thing. She thinks she's brilliant, but I also know. thinks she's an idiot. That was all. I love funny. That. I love well. that. All of so, it was good. It was all so good. they they save no the bad. they save the day. They blow up the ship. Um, they get back to Earth. The doctor's able to have the whole conversation we've already gone through with can Donna remember all of this stuff from the time when she was Dr. Donna and he was gone. Um, they land on Earth and who is there? And he, before they land and before oh. we reveal who's there, <laughs> before we reveal they're, they're a couple of days late, right? Or they, he makes a note He's like, like a oh, couple we're... days later. Yeah. They, right. they're so, not, they don't land right in time of when they left, which right, never happens. See... You're in a time machine. You could leave, be gone for a thousand years and come back the exact moment you left and they never get it right. Which is fun. Right. So he's or a couple days some, there's a reason they did that. Of but course. yes, then we open the door and And Wolf get... is there. Wolf is there. So in the previous story, I made a big leap of logic that because he was at the table read but wasn't in the episode and we know that the, the Bernard Crimmins died, that he must have died before production yeah, you started, you took all of my hope and just and I smashed it. But what it did actually I do? made it more rewarding. It was great. The, yeah. Well, because they also kind of play with it in the previous story when there's like, oh, he's dead, and everyone's all sad about it, and that felt to me a very real moment of like meta being like, we're sorry yes. the actor ha- has passed and it was, isn't there, right? And it was. Well, I guess Maybe. I don't know. Who I don't know the production order. Order they shot them in. Like, exactly. So, so, so probably is so it, they really misdirected on that. To me, I got caught up in it. I guess I could have done some research, but you know, we notoriously no, you know why, why we notoriously you, don't do that here. Yeah. Why would you want to so, do research? You should just take this thing and intuitively discuss. You want to jump material twenty levels further than anything. Who needs to do all this research? It's for nerds. Um, I like to take it intuitively. I want to tell you how of I course, feel about the thing. I'm on the other process hand. It. Okay. We, we could easily review <laughs> Doctor Who, but instead I will go back and get an account for the Oxford English Dictionary to point out that gravity the existed gravity as a word. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't Fair matter. Enough. We got Wolf there. But He's that was a great moment. He's got his thermos. He's been waiting just like Donna said that he would be. Um, it was such a wonderful moment. It felt very real. The actors coming together and getting to reprise these characters yes. together. And then they embrace. And then, and then all, all hell, hell breaks, breaks loose. loose. There's planes crashing. People are There's going bananas. People fighting with pots and pans, beating each other. Kind of it was crap. very violent. Very violent. It was more violent than I was expecting, including the plane crash. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. He says, wow. everyone's gone mad. The whole world is coming to an end, which resonates for me in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the plane crash that comes in that felt very Last of Us. Um, yeah. That is good. Last of Us was, yeah. you know. HBO money, so it was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit different, but uh, it, it had that ending. So it's like, okay, what's gonna happen? Uh, we had in, in Star Beast, the the Meep makes reference to the boss. We know that this is all going on here. You have this right. feeling, and that we know, connected. and we know that time is changing, the canon is changing, and words have, are changing. I mean, we have out of order. We know that the Celestial Toy Maker is coming. I wonder how this would feel if we didn't have that spoiled that Neil Patrick Harris is playing the Celestial Toy. <laughs> it would like, have been nice. It would be very different to see it in that light instead yeah. so eh, oh well no that's coming is fun too for the and anticipation we all i mean we really don't know it's totally possible this is a that lot of the next speculation episode could be neil patrick harris as the celestial toy maker but that's not who the story the boss is. right right that could like just we be don't us. necessarily know like it could be a master if i hope it's not a master oh review. god i hope not Please no, but no. we don't know. Nobody knows what it's going to be. Best master, Missy. I don't. I don't need another master. I'm done. We can. We can. I would it. not say Missy's the best. I Missy. liked Missy as a master. Missy's one of my favorites uh, of, but, new, of uh, new Who. Of New Who. Oh, of New Who. Okay. I mean, I like the first master too. I can't remember the actor. First New Who master. Uh, blonde. Yeah, that. Yes. Like that, that was great. whole that was sound of the drums, right? Yeah. Was that yeah. the? Yep. yep, yep. I thought. I that thought good. that was great. I like the whole it. first season, the whole or season man. nine. No, not season nine. That would be great. Uh, the ninth Doctor. Mm-hmm. Season oh, I, I knew what you meant. Yes. One. Yes. Uh, was amazing. Uh-huh. I feel like it was so underrated. We talked about this, but I wanted more 
Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. I love David Tennant, but I, I would have it would have been great to have more time with I know. Eccleston. He, he was great. He knew underrated he was doing. doctor. He left him wanting more. Okay, Eric, I think we went through all of it. Is there anything else that we didn't no, cover dude, that we I, need to I could I mean at this point I'm just saying things are great. Yeah, we could just keep doing that for another hour. <laughs> it is though. It was fun. I yeah, we covered everything. I mean, there wasn't any other bit when we talked about the Gallifrey thing, that's the that's a, no, it's that's super a fun deal. We got we got uh, huge we talked mythology. about my theory that none of it is real, uh, yep. that that is not Newton. Yep. Um, that, that clearly that's not real Earth. Maybe. Um, there's also yeah, there's, there's a lot of questions, a lot of furthering of the story of the mythology. We got these actors together. We had a bottle episode that was just the two of them. Like it was all around, you know, probably probably ten out of ten. I don't know, ten out of ten, pretty damn close. No, no, no lie. It was it was. Maybe one of my favorite new who's yeah. of all of them. Yeah. You know? I, I'm with you. It's It's got to be in the top three for me. Yeah. Even I, the effects. But, like, we you know, I can't name any other episodes because I forget them all. I like to all. like to derail our ending when it Please. feels like it's coming to a natural ending. I like to just bring something up that happened earlier. Is it about Doom? You talked about how the effects were hit, hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Did you specifically mean their morphing effects, like the mouth dropping? That one wasn't great. The jaw was the stuff. one wasn't so good because the the arms and and leg thing were all real. That was all practical effects. Yeah. So putting them together is a real tall order. Yeah, that was my least favorite, but I didn't care because I liked the Ta- concept of it. I, I felt the so same it was way. Like, what am I? Like I said, also about? when they're gigantic and crawling down the corridor and their faces all morphed and everything, some of it just looked low res to me in a way that didn't quite read but the concept and execution overall of that out- overweight anything it was it was fantastic okay yeah, so we are good we We're are good. done we did it. uh I, I hope you guys liked it um we'll yeah, do one more of that, these. and then we're gonna be here in a week so yeah, you got we'll us in a week. again in a week sounds yeah. good to me all right all right until buddy. next time dan Thank you for watching. So what did you think of the story? Let us know in the comments or write us at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, please let others know about us. Share it on whatever is left of social media these days. If you want to support me, I've got a number of books available uh, for purchase, including On the Island of the Mad Magician. It's available right now on Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. The Wolf and the Well, the sequel to the graphic novel Goblin from Will Perkins and I was recently announced and it's available for pre-order today. It really does help a lot. Till next time, be good. Where's my robot, you know?